Welcome to Rock and Roll Shinsu Chu, everybody. Good to be back with you. My name is Gabe Estel, and I am here with my co-host Jonathan Getz and Dennis Levi Leach. Good to see you again, boys. Good evening. Long time no see. Um, one Cheers. Time. <laughs> oh, how things have changed since yes, we last. Definitely. Definitely. And not just my haircuts. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Levi, how was Colorado? Good. Oh, uh, good. Good time. Yeah, good time had by all. Uh, beautiful weather, and as soon as I get back here, it's been awful ever since. So, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. They know. They know what's going on out there. Anyway. Um, so uh, good. 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 Well, you know what? Bef- I, I would be remiss if I didn't congratulate Jonathan's team, the Kansas City Royals, for I think very Ooh. unexpectedly being in the World Series. So I, I mean it, man, with all my heart. I know they're in the same division yeah. as the White Sox, but congrats. They deserve it. And uh, I hope they win the whole thing, man. I hope they beat the shit out of the Cardinals yeah. with the Giants. So <laughs> yeah. whoever that is. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. It's, it's, it's been quite the ride. I was I was in line today at, at Oklahoma Joe's um, with a buddy of mine, and, and he was at the wild card game. And we were talking about how I think no matter what happens in the World Series the wild card game will will be the game that's remembered because they were down seven to three with five outs right. to go against one of the best pitchers of the decade, and yeah, uh, they they had no right winning that game, and and really the fans were ready to be okay with them just getting into the wild card, and yeah, to, yeah, right. to think about what's happened since over the last couple of weeks is. It's mind-boggling. Like a few days ago, I just after they took a 1-0 series lead in the ALCS, I just it it's it's like when you're and uh, you're all of a sudden you're a superhero and you have this suit on and you can do anything and all the rules <laughs> have changed and yeah. like nothing's yeah, out right. of the question anymore and and you don't really question yeah. the idea of of jumping from building to building and and it's it's totally it. surreal. <laughs> They've got, I mean, I hate to, I've, it sounds irrational, but they've kind of got destiny on their side. You know what I mean right now? Like, it's yeah. it's yeah. totally clicking. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like, um, I don't know, back in, not to, not to talk about the White Sox, but yeah. back in 2005, you know, when, like, we steamrolled through Boston in that right. ALDS, I was like, oh, fuck. And we're, you know, there's no stopping us now. And yeah. sure enough, man, we kicked everybody else's ass. So, um, yep. so yeah. Yep. So, yeah, dude, that's that's uh, that's what's going on right now in KC. I mean, dude, they haven't lost a goddamn game yet. You yeah, know? I mean, I, and, and most of them have been close, but they haven't yeah, been, been close. Yeah, they've been games. Like, they, they've been close, yeah. but they've kind of been preordained as to you knew what was going to happen, even though they were close. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and they're cocky, and they don't really, they. I mean, they don't have history on their side to be cocky, but it seems like they know why they can be cocky. Oh yeah, dude. They can. Oh, they can. Yeah, they can do whatever the hell they want right now, man. Oh, in yeah, this city, definitely. yes, they can. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, man. Those guys. Those guys. Those guys are not gonna buy a drink like ever again. No. Let's put it that way. No, no, yeah. no, no. Definitely. Kansas City. Yep. Levi's grinning right now because he knows this is this year's this year's Royals or next year's Cubs. <laughs> he, can, yeah. he can feel it. Maybe yeah. two years. Maybe two years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> on vacation, I scored a uh, 
a Chris Bryant and Albert Amora jersey cards. Oh, nice. Dude, awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well done. So, hopefully those two guys will be will be uh, Mayu Stakis and... And, and Hosmer, right. yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Hosmer, Kane. God, the list goes on and on. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, like, those guys... Those guys were in the place of these Cubs players a couple of years ago, you know. I mean, right. so right. Yeah. I mean, our, our number one dra- our number one draft pick uh, of, the, of this past draft has played a crucial part. Um, he was in the Brandon Finnegan uh, pitched in the College World Series. Oh, Finnegan, yeah, he's yeah. already there. Yeah, yeah he's already he, playing. He'll he'll pitch in the College <laughs> right. World Series and the actual World Series in the same Jesus. year. No, <laughs> that's got to be a first. Right? I don't, yeah, it I, might be. I, yeah, I think curious, it is. Man. Yeah, because he was the he was the I think he was the second or the third to do it just to pitch in the playoffs and the MLB okay. playoffs uh, and and the College World Series. Yeah, yeah, man. Big. Um, okay. Yeah, good luck is all I got to say, man. I, I, Thanks. At this point, knock yeah. on wood. I don't think you guys really need it. Um, so yeah, yeah, you, yeah, so, yeah. You just hope after the layoff that they can regroup and stay focused. Yeah. So I, I think the layoff, I think the layoff will be good. Knockwood and, um, they can, uh, you know, uh, rest up. <laughs> my last, a lot my, of beers. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> rest up with a yeah. lot of beers. Yeah. Rest up with the beers. My, yeah. my last point might be though, even though if you win the world series with the guy, I, I, I don't know if yo should come back, man, <laughs> with some of the decisions <laughs> that guy's made. Everybody here you know, is just really they wanted the division. Dude, we're all just really excited at the prospect of Ned Yost coaching, uh, being the manager in the All-Star game next year. We're we're really excited about that. (laughs) Yeah, man, I hate to say it, but but yeah, after he gets his ring, you might need to send him to greener pastures, man. I mean, yeah, seriously, because in the wild card, if he loses that wild card game, he might be fired, seriously. But now he probably gets an extension, and, and honestly, rightfully so. Uh, because it's just worked, uh, yeah, and, right. and yeah, you can't argue. And it, it, it was mentioned today that um, you know on, on on the sports radio, he's 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 in the Royals Hall of Fame now. Like he's punched his ticket oh, for the he? Royals Hall of Fame. He's coached more games than any other Royals manager, and uh, you know he's only the third manager to take him to the World Series. So um, yeah, mm. he's 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 in the Royals Hall of Fame now. They're hey, they're retire him. There'll be banners. Yeah, what, right. What a difference two weeks makes. <laughs> I'm loving right. all these. I'm loving all these George Brett shots too, man. Like every every like 15 yeah, minutes, yeah, man, day. they'll show Brett up there. Like, yeah, so stoked. Just, just tan as hell, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, all right. Well, anyway, congrats to the Royals, Thanks. and uh, I hope uh, I hope they I hope they keep winning. Thanks. So anyway, yeah. all right. Our focus for tonight, um, we're going to talk about, to to borrow a Bill Maher phrase, I guess, new rules tonight, um, applying those to to baseball as well as live music. So these are things, in baseball, we're going to talk about some rules that have been under consideration lately. Um, Some of them may be worthwhile, some of them kind of silly. We're going to talk about some of maybe the ideas that we have for for ways to, uh, to improve baseball. Um, if it even needs improving. And then for live music, um, this list, I was telling Jonathan before we started recording, this list was a lot easier for me to to, to create. Um, I've been to so many concerts that we 
we kind of know what we like and what we don't like at this point. So, um, and what we'd like to see. So, uh, that we should be clicking right along with that one. But anyway, I'll go ahead and start on the baseball. I just want to introduce to everybody what we're exactly we're talking about. About two weeks ago, um, and baseball, um, a committee met, um, from the MLB and the, the owners, as well as the players association, um, that, that we're trying to basically make ways to speed up the game. Um, you know, one of the major complaints with baseball in 2014 is that the games are too long, um, that, uh, there are too many sort of things that happen in between pitches, um, for, for lack of a better term that, uh, that, that really slow down the game and maybe the pace of the game is hurting its popularity, particularly the younger generation. So that's kind of what spurred all of this. All right, so Deadspin posted six of these rules, and the first one reads, hitters must keep at least one foot inside the batter's box at all times. Okay? Second rule, pitchers must throw a pitch within 20 seconds of receiving the ball. So it appears like they're going to post clocks in the dugouts that have a timer, much like a shot clock in basketball, I guess. Um, the third one, there will be a maximum break between innings of two minutes and five seconds with, again, a clock keeping people on track. All right. Um, four, teams will have a maximum of two and a half minutes to change pitchers. So when a reliever comes in, that's going to be timed to two and a half minutes. OK, from that, I assume from him entering the dugout to throw in his first actual pitch to a batter is two and a half mm-hmm. minutes. Okay, fifth one, teams are limited to a maximum of three mound visits per game, not including pitching changes. Okay, so this applies to to trips by managers, coaches, catchers, okay, um, infielders, I guess. All right. Six, last one here, pitchers no longer have to deliver foul – I'm sorry, excuse me. Pitchers no longer have to deliver four balls for an intentional walk. So they can just signal to the ump, and the ump, you know, points to the points to the the batter to to take his base. Okay, so they can eliminate those those four those four pitches. Um, I'll say this: I I number six. You know, there's that rarity when when occasionally exactly very off. Right, you'll have five pitch. Yeah. Oh yeah, walk, and that's really exciting. Or a guy that kind of throws it a little close. Well, yeah, like didn't Bo Jackson or somebody in the '80s like hit a ball that somebody was trying to throw? I think somebody's knocked one out. Yeah, yeah, it's had to have happened. Uh, Or you know, if you got guys on base and somebody does that, you know, like yeah, yeah, they could do good. Yeah, I I think that rule is really superficial in in trying to uh, solve this problem. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't take a long time to deliver four balls. No, it's it's like, yeah, it's, it's 30, 40 seconds, I don't know. Batter knows what's coming, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's... Uh, yeah. So what do you guys think of these? I mean, I, I've, I've got pretty, a lot of ambivalence around them, quite frankly, but uh, I was curious to hear what you guys had to say. Is there any, is there any one that stands out to you as a good idea, or a, a, others that stand out as a shitty ideas? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Levi, go ahead, I'll follow up. Um... W- what was number one again? You got to um, keep one foot in the batter's box. Yeah, I, I, 
I thought like if any of them, I thought possibly that could be one that could carry over into MLB because I, you know, I think they sometimes uh, you can tell when umps are trying to kind of intentionally get things going Mm -hmm. and they'll, you know what I mean? And that'll happen. So I think if the batter had to keep at least a foot in the batter's box, it would possibly make it go faster. But but who's to say? Yeah. I I think, I think that that's the, that's the first place to start because often it's it's a game between the batter stepping out exactly. and the pitcher stepping off. Off, yeah. And oh, yeah. it's like, come on, guys. Well, yeah, and uh, how many times it's like the batter gets in the box, he's staring down the pitcher, the pitcher's right. staring him down. Right. Then one of them just walks off. Or, right, yes, right. You know, it's like, got to adjust those batting gloves nine times. Yeah, you know? yeah. Exactly. yeah, it's the Nomar so, effect. Yeah. You don't even yeah. swing, and yet you got to you gotta adjust everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Buy um, a size tighter glove, man. Yeah, and you know, it's... Uh, I, I, yeah, obviously baseball players are superstitious. They like the routines. But I think some of it, it's just been a, a sliding slope of the umpire's yeah being too lax about it and then it's slowly uh, uh excuse the pun uh devolved into this extra 10 15 minutes tacked on the end of games over the last decade and uh, or, or two decades um so yeah i think that that's a great place to start because if if the batter's not stepping out all the time the pitcher's probably doesn't feel like he needs to um, reciprocate in kind by stepping off and throwing off the batter's timing, and and this mm-hmm. kind of game within the game uh, is is taken out of the equation, and nobody's the worse for it. Yeah. Point taken. Yeah. Um, none, none of the others, though, could I ever see. I don't. I do not think there should be clocks like behind the umpire or no, clocks no. in the you. dugouts. No. There should be no. 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 And if there are going to be clocks, I think there needs to be some kind of flavor flave tie-in. <laughs> and I mean, don't don't jip that guy, man. I can support that. Give the guy a few bucks, you know what I mean? I I would I would only be in favor of the clocks in spring training. And the only reason even then is that I think the clocks are only meant to uh, kind of uh, develop a state of mind, a tempo to for the pitchers and the batters to realize that, oh, we can play within this tempo. And no way should there ever be a clock in a regular season professional baseball game. Yeah. There, there should be need for it. But yeah, go ahead and do it in practice. Just try to develop yeah. this tempo and this flow and get everybody yeah. on the same page. And I think... I, I'm not a professional athlete. I've never been close to one, but I, I would like to think that if all these guys are on the same page, then they'll be accepting of, of this, of this tempo change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's been to me, the beauty of baseball is that unlike all the other major sports, um, it does, it's not governed by the clock, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's cool. Every other, yeah. every other sport has a period, you mm-hmm. know, has, has a timed quarter or period, um, even overtimes are timed, you know? Yeah. Right. Okay. Tennis, golf. Yeah. Yeah, But but, those, those aren't team sports, but but, yeah. Yeah. But you know, the, all the team sports, right. You know, um, football and football and, um, hockey and basketball. Yeah. They've all, they're all governed by the clock and baseball isn't, it's governed by the out, you know? Um, and that's, what's always made it. Well, and I always, I, Mm I always loved that about it. I loved like, 
staying up late for a game that went way long yeah. into extra innings or like if you even had the chance to be it at a game that went into extra innings you felt yeah. like you were getting you were getting extra Absolutely. money or it's free something. baseball yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 at man, times I'm, I'm, I'm about that admittedly i am i'm doing the math at the end of the third i'm i'm doing the math and figuring okay what pace is this game going at and what time is it going to end Oh, yeah. um, but that's that's just my personality, so oh, yeah. I don't think everybody's like that. I, I was a master control operator at Fox here in mm-hmm. town, and it was down to where we were running right at about three and a half hours consistently was like our average, mm-hmm. and that this was like five six years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, but there would be those games though that would just go on and on and on, or. Mm-hmm. I, one of the rules talks about there only being so many minutes for like a pitching change, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I my only thought on that was I wonder what would happen like because sometimes there are like instant pitching changes where like a, a pitcher gets hurt and they got to bring somebody and there was nobody yeah. warming up. Yeah. Are they going to yeah. give that guy right. extra minutes on the on the clock that's yeah. in the dugout yeah. or what are they going to yeah, do? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that there would be. Um, and I think this it goes back to just the idea of, look, guys, it's all a formality. You know, obviously when somebody gets hurt, then it's not a formality. Like you need to get a guy loose and, and uh, so you need to take your time with that. But when it's a formality, it's like – this guy's running from the bullpen every other game. We can do this. We can we can knock you know thirty seconds off this process. Yeah. Did you guys speaking of the bullpen trips? If you guys scroll down, there's some golden dead spin comments. <laughs> One guy posted, "Does this mean the bullpen cars are coming back?" <laughs> it should. It I would should. be all Which, in I'm favor all about that. that. And they yes. all should be shaped like baseballs. Let them, with let the, with the bat. Let them run around the outfield for a little while too. You know, yeah. chase outfielders. I'm I'm all about that. Driven, driven by the chicken. <laughs> Yeah. Bring it <laughs> yeah, back. <right. laughs> yeah, absolutely bring the bullpen car back. Those are gorgeous, man. Those like old like Padres bullpen cars, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah, what I'm talking should about. Should be in a museum. <laughs> yeah. So and they posted if you guys scroll down, if anybody if, if they're on the Deadspin page, they they post the Pirates and the Orioles ones and they're pretty gorgeous. Oh really? Looks like nice. late seventies, yeah. early eighties. Yeah. We'll, we'll post those on the um, website. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, on yeah. The Facebook page. Yeah, definitely do. Um so I'm looking at some of the others here. We'll we'll cover a few of these before we get into our own. Um What about the mound visits? Um, I, I could, that's maybe of the six that are listed there. Maybe the one I'm the least of, well, I don't like the clocks, so, but, but I don't know. Mound visits can get, I don't know, they can get kind of tedious. Yeah. Uh, Part of me says though, that that's like part of the chess match of baseball. It's like mm-hmm. sometimes the managers can go out and buy a little time for this or, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and I they are limited. It, they yeah. are limited. You can only They're have like timeouts, two... you know, yeah. like yeah. get timeouts in basketball, yeah. you know, in football. Right. Right. So I'm, you know. I, 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 I agree, Levi. It's totally crucial to the whole chess match idea. And there are rules in place where for, if for one pitcher per inning, you can send out 
Yeah. The only you can have only have two mound right. visits per pitcher per inning before you got to yank them and pull in another guy. I think you get rid of the catcher's visits to the mound. Yeah. And yeah. and and granted, I'm saying that as uh, a fan of the Royals and Sal Perez does this all the time, and he's good at it at, at communicating with his pitchers. But I think the catcher's visits to the mound. Uh, really slow down the game and aren't quite as crucial uh, as managerial visits. Yeah. Right. Or at least the pitcher. Ask the pitcher to meet him halfway. Why do they have to go all the way out to the mound? <laughs> yeah, always. Come on. Yeah, the pitcher yeah. always just stands. Right. He waits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah, or maybe walks behind the mound. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Well, I, w- I want to talk about more before we, we get into our own. Um, what about the – gosh, let me see here. It's number two on the list – what about like should do you guys or is this sort of the clock and you just throw this throw this idea out of of pitchers having twenty seconds to deliver a pitch? Yeah, I think it's just it's it, it'll go hand in hand with that uh, reestablishing of the tempo. I think it'll come naturally. I, I, yeah. I mean, if if they uh, hopefully they don't have to use a clock to do it, but if the umps just start to enforce it and say, "Hey, let's do this." I, I really think it'll come naturally if the batter's in the box we'll and the pitcher's on the mound. Go they're ahead. they're just going to do it. Yeah. We'll have a whole league full of Mark Burleys then, you know. <laughs> right, and I yeah, I mean, dude, I don't, dude, dude knows how to operate, man. No <laughs> doubt. I mean, like, he's he's the king like of the, an hour and hour and forty minutes. Always oh, it's amazing, it, so. and and yeah. I don't think that we don't need to get down to two hours. But uh, you know, they they release these statistics so. Um, right now, the games average three hours, two minutes. Um, uh, in 1980... That's longer than I thought. 1980, they were two hours, 33 minutes. I don't think you need to get That's back down lot. to two and a half, but if you can get back down to 245, I think that would make a big difference. Yeah. And yeah. and and as somebody who's watched his fair share of Red Sox games, that usually average, I think, like three and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, or Red Sox Yankees games that average four hours. Yeah, um, that's it's going to make a big difference. Right. What did was there? Um, gosh, the playoffs this year. It seems gosh, seems like the playoffs have been going on for a while now. That wasn't one of those Nationals Giants games, like nineteen innings or something like that. Oh, the, wasn't the that Nationals wasn't that like Giants, maybe two yeah. weeks ago? It went eighteen, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were yeah. they were one out away was from a, it that, being over in the ninth, and they ended up going nineteen. Or 18. Right. They basically, they played two games. Yeah. 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 Right. They played a doubleheader. That, I guess that was the longest playoff game ever. Yeah. Like, wow. uh, not in number of innings, but in time. Time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like six hours, six minutes or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Just insane. And, Which, and it's, it's I epic. would love to be there. Oh, I gotta absolutely. be honest. I'd you, love to be there. You oh, can't yeah. argue with extra innings. There's nothing wrong with extra innings when it comes to game length. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got. I'd love to go to that game, man. Yeah, like, game, what's the stadium's long, policy? Long. Like, in in the thirteenth or fourteenth, do they like reopen beer sales or like? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was at a. Speaking of beer sales, um, I was at a Tigers White Sox game one time during a rain delay. It was about a two hour rain delay, and rain delays aren't. Uh, I'm sorry, beer sales. You know, are governed by. The, the innings, you know, right. like they, you know, seventh middle or, of the seventh, yeah. you know, they, they shut off the beer sales, which isn't a bad idea, you know, especially when you have a lot of people drive into the game. Um, but uh, they, 
before that there was like a two-hour rain delay so like in like the fifth or something like that so they kept the beer sales going with it dude it was like the drunkest crowd i've ever seen (laughs) yeah yeah that's that can backfire yeah yeah it was was pretty insane yeah um and a lot of people left too, so I ended up like going down and like sitting like like right behind home plate as well. Yeah. So that was nice. Really nice. Yeah. yeah, that's something. Anyway, that's, a, that's a fun thing. Let's talk about. Yeah. Um, let's talk about our. Yes, absolutely. Let's talk about our own rules um, that that we think might, you know, they could speed up the game or they could spruce up the game. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mine aren't necessarily the ones that I I have aren't really necessarily related to the pace of the game. Um, they're more. I don't know. They're more. Uh, they're more just sort of adjustments. Anyway, Levi, what about you, man? Do you have anything that that this list on Deadspin doesn't mention that you would like to see? Personally, no, because I'm like totally fine with the length of games. But I, I love, love baseball, baseball. yeah, and I'm a Cubs fan, so yeah. it's like, oh, I get to look at the bricks and the ivy for a little longer. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. That's you, how man. I look at it. I've uh, I've always been into yeah. baseball. So I'm one of those people that it was never a problem for me. I I actually like that they're around three hours, three and a half hours, you know? Yeah, I mean, we're talking to three people here who like baseball more than probably a lot of people do. I mean, I've, I've got a buddy who's a big sports fan, mainly mainly basketball. And, like, he thinks baseball games are boring. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. we can talk about yeah. sports, but we can't talk about baseball. Because, oh, yeah. like, he they, they baseball lost him 15 years ago, you know? Um, so, uh, so yeah. So I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I don't think there needs to be a lot of tweaking. Um, but I guess I'm, I don't know open to ideas. Jonathan, what about you? Have you, have you, have you come up with any, any Um, changes to the game? Well, I'd, I'd I'd preface it with the idea that if the umps simply enforce the rules that are already in place, the tempo will, would be picked up naturally. Exactly. Um, So, you know, if, if you want to lean on the way the game should be, because it's always been that way, then yeah, the version of the game now is a, is, is kind of a, a bastard child of what it was, 50 years ago in some ways. So there should be purists that are upset by this. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I do have a bit of a um, short attention span. I, I certainly watch my fair share of baseball. Um, but yeah, it, it can get arduous. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I think, you know, if, if you want to get um, uh, sticky about it, then, you know, things like, um, uh, like I said, that, you know, no, no, eliminate the catcher visiting the mound or limit that to one per inning. Uh, I think uh, if, if you don't swing, you shouldn't step out and go like walk over to the, 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 yeah. the, the on deck circle and like, you know, uh, whittle a new bat and then come back. And um, uh, I think no, let's, let's get rid of the fake pickoff, throw it or just step off. Don't, I mean, this okay. isn't, this isn't like psych. This isn't a game of psych. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, those are kind of annoying. It's I, I, lame. I, I, I that is the that, lamest yeah. move oh, yeah. in all of sports is the yeah, fake yeah. throw to a base. Yeah. And to make a guy dive in and then he's like, oh, oh man, yeah. I got dirty for nothing. Um, <laughs> totally lame. Another thing, a nuance that, that I think should be considered is, is uh-huh. the bats. Um, uh, you know, they use, I think they're ash bats. And they break all the time, okay. oh, yeah. and they're they're just like they're going yeah. through lumber, uh, uh, like 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 uh, yeah. like nothing. And so, 
it's a, it's a little thing, but I think it would it would help. You know, maybe maybe as much as as the intentional walk thing. I mean, that's about as frequently as it is. You might get one or two intentional walks a game. You might get one or two broken bats a game where they have to take time to go find another bat. And, you know, you're waiting on little 12-year-old Johnny to, to find the right Louisville slugger that says fuck face yeah. on the end of it. And uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah. They, they, what's funny is I, they were all maple, right? And then that, they switched it to ash because, like, I guess players preferred it a little more. But now yeah. they, like, yeah. just shatter so easy. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know the, the um, yeah. It's the almost like behind, you see yeah. a broken bat every game, just about now. At least, yeah. Dude, in, uh, and they're flying, way. they're flying to shortstop, and somebody's going to take one in the jugular, man, and it's not going to be good. Oh well, yeah, yeah, um, they're shrapnel. Right. Yeah, yeah, and well, I mean, and, and that's actually like, a bigger concern. Yeah. Uh, it's just the danger of them shattering, but that's a whole other discussion, I guess. So yeah, I mean, it's just a couple things, but generally, I just feel like if. If everybody's like, okay, let's all just try to pick up the pace a little bit, just a little bit. Everybody's on the same page. We're playing a game here. Then I, I think it'll it'll it would go off without a hitch, and you wouldn't notice any change to the game. It wouldn't affect the strategy. Uh, it wouldn't affect yeah. the history of the game in any way. And I think everybody would be happier for it. I've got two, or actually, I've. I've got three, uh, and I'll keep them brief because I do want to move on to our next topic soon. But um, as much as I love baseball and they could play it 365 days a year and I'd be totally content, um, like just, you know, move, like come November, just move the whole thing down to Venezuela, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. the Premier League. Um, yeah, yeah the Brazil League. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But that said, um, I would not mind if they removed five weeks from the season. I say that because of the weather, you know, mm-hmm. I, what's, I don't think it would be that bad to start the season Five the first weeks. or second week. Wow. Of May. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's I know. Huge. I know the numbers are going to change. That's 20 I know. games. Um, and you're, this is coming from a guy who loves baseball. Um, dude, it's just too freaking cold. The attendance sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, granted, you know, it's just, well, our yeah. teams in Chicago, that market is awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any team in the Midwest or the East Coast is just going to be – it's going to be too cold, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we've – look at all those games we've had, like, with snow on the ground, you know? Like, yeah. they, had, like they had, like, three feet of snow in Cleveland a couple years right. ago, you know? Like, I mean, it's just – why not start spring training, let's say, the 1st of April, start the bit, the regular season, maybe, like, the first week of May? Yeah. Which would also, my second suggestion, reduce spring training. You don't need 30 spring training games. No. So, you no, know? No, no. Just like two weeks of conditioning, two weeks of games. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. it. I agree. You know, just get it all done in a month. You know? Yeah. And yeah. and that's... I mean, you know, they start playing those spring training games like the last week of February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm really excited when I like I hear about the first one. I'm like, awesome. This is kind of like yeah. an actual game. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the White Sox are playing another team. Right. You know? Yeah. But then it's like by the time like the second week of March rolls around, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, can we move this along? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't need to see like them half acid against the Padres. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. On, yeah. you know, in a meaningless spring training game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the length of the season, as much as I love baseball and I don't really want to see the game tweak that much um, with these rules that we discussed earlier, I, I do think the, the season just due to the weather and the attendance, um, you know, could be shorter. You know, 162 yeah. games is a lot. Um, and especially when you're starting them in April. 
yeah. um, the first week of it. Actually, I, I even think we've had a few years where it's been like the last day of the March. last day in March. Yep. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah. I, I, I think What's the, the point? You know, um, especially when you got to play games in Minneapolis. Yeah, <laughs> right. for real. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I, I it would be prudent to consider rolling back to the 154 game schedule, um, especially considering that you have these wild card games now and it's adding at least two or three days onto the end of the postseason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but the the one thing that you do run into with a significant shortening of the season is all of a sudden the the sport that most cherishes its records and its stats would be flipped on its yeah. head because all of a sudden you're you can lead the league in home runs with like 32 or 29 home runs because the season has been shortened and then you have players that will never threaten uh, certain records um, you'll have fewer and fewer players uh, with 300 wins, 3,000 hits, all of these milestones that baseball cherishes. And so yeah. you would want to find a – I agree that the season should be shortened, but you would want to find a balance there that would accommodate these these milestones that mean a lot to the game. The stats wouldn't be that as comparable, you know, as they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you couldn't do that. Um, and I, and, and, and the forget the, the steroid stats. Different. I mean, those aren't fair to compare to. Right. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> and my, my other, my last one um, is, uh, and this this is more of a strategy thing that actually could happen. There's nothing really preventing it other than preferences. Um, I'm all about a four-man rotation. I, uh, I, I, and this is, you know what I said? Like somebody could do that now if they wanted to, mm-hmm. um, I just, uh, you know, you can, you can count the teams on one hand that have five good pitchers, five good starters, mm-hmm. you know, I don't even mm-hmm. shit. Maybe not even I mean like who has five good starters. Good starters like yeah. I can't think of it. Yeah. yeah. Right. The, the, yeah. You know, the tigers maybe yeah. it's like the only team right now I would say that have like five yeah. good starters. Yeah. Look where that got them. Um, you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I just say go with go with a four man rotation, like kind of like your your approach in the playoffs. Just put that throughout the whole year. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, we've got so many starters throwing fewer innings now. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've yeah. got you know you've got basically somebody's coming in in the seventh. You know, you're gonna have you're gonna mm-hmm. have your middle reliever, your late reliever, your setup guy, and your closer. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna throw like five pitchers out there, so I don't think the wear and tear on these starters, you know, going every four days is gonna be is gonna be that um, uh, is gonna be that detrimental, mm-hmm. you know, because because teams use so many pitchers now. Yeah, you know? absolutely, so, and uh, yeah, the Royals are Exhibit yeah. A in that. Um, although they're using right. the same same uh, uh, pitchers pretty much uh, out of the bullpen. Sure. Well, but with a team like the Royals, man, you know, it's like if if your starter can just get you through six, like you're fine. Oh, oh, that, that's all. The, know, that's like, all we're worried about yeah, here in KC. You, you just yeah. you want to get to the so, seven so you can bring in the so you can start the HDH, um, which is uh, Herrera, Davis, and Holland, um, uh, yeah. and or as I call them, uh, Holland Dozer, Holland to honor Motown, <laughs> um, and Hollandaise sauce. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's so. I mean, some are considering it the best bullpen in the history of baseball. Um, it's the first bullpen with it's good um, uh, with three guys um, uh, with that many innings pitched and an ERA below a, a buck and a half. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're 
uh, and the and the the Royal starters, uh, yeah. I mean, these are guys that can eat up innings. Uh, and you know, knock on wood, they've had some shoulder issues, but not a ton. They have some young guys. It's tough, though. I mean, I don't know if they're conditioning differently than they did fifty years ago or what. But because Bob Gibson, I mean, that dude would throw three hundred twenty oh, yeah. innings a year. Oh yeah. Um, you know, twenty eight complete. Ga- Bob Gibson would start like thirty two complete game or thirty two games and oh, complete yeah. twenty eight of them. Yeah, I mean, was, yeah, the, the closer <laughs> guys would go ten, eleven innings. The closer oh, didn't oh, really yeah. come about oh, yeah. until the seventies. Right. The, cl- right. the closer didn't really come about until the seventies. Right. And at least know? then I they mean, were like, a, it, you would pitch more than one inning as a closer. But yeah, um, yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so yeah, I mean, uh, and all these pitching changes, yeah, that definitely adds to the game. Assuming that they're brought in in the middle of the inning. Um, a lot of times with the Royals, they're just brought in um, with as the inning starts, and so it doesn't add a lot of time, fortunately. Yeah. Last point about the Royals, man. I know we've been talking about them a lot, dude. Wade Let's Davis, keep it going. Man. Keep it like, going. Yeah, right, right. Um, do Wade Davis? Like, I'd give you a Brayu for Wade Davis, dude. At this point, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa, dude. Like, did you, Levi? Did you see Wade Davis's ERA this year? It was like point yeah. seven two. Oh yes. my dude, god! It's like he's a he's he's insane. Yeah. Some have considered. Like, I mean, the, he doesn't the best get as much attention time. because he's a setup guy, right? So are um, all these guys signed long term in KC? Dude, it was under yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Wade uh, Davis is a little. Wade Davis used to be a starter. In he Tampa was a starter Bay. in Tampa, and when they traded for because they traded Myers for uh, uh, for Shields and Davis, uh, and they brought in Davis, and he was originally a rotation guy, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't working out of the rotation. And in Tampa, they expected to, at one point. I know, like Peter Gams or somebody thought he would be the best in that rotation wow. when 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 they had all those guys down there. Um, including Price, yeah. and it just never panned out. But out of the bullpen, he's he's ridiculous. Awesome. He's found a home. Yeah, yeah I mean, Levi, he's historically look at, when you get a ridiculous. Chance, look at Wade Davis's numbers this year. They're like they're like just insane, dude. The, the like, dude, like, yeah, his ERA he, was like point seven. He didn't give up an extra base hit, I think, until July. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I said, man, I'll I'll listen to offers for a Bray you for Wade Davis. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, okay, let's move on to music, guys. Um, um, this we're going to talk about some of the new rules that we would like to see related to concerts, related to live music, or the music industry. All of my suggestions are are more for uh, for live music, but if if you guys uh, have industry sort of more industry related things, that's cool too. Um, Jonathan, do you want to start us out, and then uh, and then Levi can go, and then uh, I can I can close it up, and and like you said, if if Mm-hmm. You know, something comes up that we both, that all of us have, or two of us have, mm-hmm. just yeah. go ahead and chime in and we can talk that out. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to, uh, I think, uh, paraphrase somebody and I'm going to start at the beginning and that's with the start times on the ticket. Let's like reestablish <laughs> yeah. what a start time. Let's, let's forget what ca- like rock casually late fashionably late means yes. and let's just start to put rose got that memo again right all right hey if, if axel wants to put 10 30 11 o'clock on the ticket fine that's cool let's just yeah, establish right. realistic expectations here gabe i don't know if you remember when we went to um iron maiden and megadeth that was the first concert i've ever been to that started before the time on the ticket because we were going <laughs> through those doors they were taking a lot of time in security 
And it was like the ticket. I think it's be frustrating too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want it to start early. You know? No. Right. 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 Because Megadeth was opening, and I wanted to see Megadeth yeah. just as bad as I want to see Iron yeah. Maiden. And the ticket time was said seven thirty, and we were we were in security at seven twenty five, going through the line, and Megadeth had just started playing. That was the first time I've ever been to a show. First of all, it's I'm rarely there that close. Like I rarely cut it that close, but I think we 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 got some barbecue that night, so we had to wait. Um, and so let's. It's like oh wow, yeah, I know. So um, it's pretty rare when you come that close to starting on time and it's like okay well it's just all you know let's figure this out if you want to put eight o'clock eight thirty nine o'clock on the ticket that's fine um if it if for yeah. like what what's wrong with putting a time that's after seven thirty on a ticket um right. if you don't plan on going on until nine thirty. uh and so yeah i, I mean i yeah. think that would be the the first step yeah yeah i totally agree with that um I've been I, can to, get, I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah, I've been to shows, like you said, where it was, I want to say, it was Bob Seger. Do you remember, Bob Gabe? Seger, when we saw, I was with he you. He took forever. Yeah. Really? He took State. forever. Yeah. And they they did, no they had act. beer, no opening act, but they had beer sales going the whole time. Yeah. So like, as at soon like as, starting at like 6.30. And then, yeah, Bob <laughs> Seger comes on stage at, what was it, like 8? 8? 8? 15 or something? 9.45. Yeah, no, yeah, wow. it was forever. Wow. It, it Ticketed forever. for 8. Ticketed for 8, and he went yeah. off stage at 9.45. Because, wow. like, we took a wrong turn, shit, and we're like, oh, you know, like, we like we're we didn't get Milwaukee. there. And tickets started at 8. <laughs> we didn't get there until probably, like, 8.40. I'm like, ah, oh, man, we missed, like, a half an hour. You know and what I mean? Like, he's started. old. Like, the audience is old, you know, like. <laughs> Dude, like we got there with like an hour to oh, spare. Oh, wait. So by the time he started, everyone in my section was like piss ass drunk. Oh yeah, and like Wasted. screaming the lyrics to every Bob Seger song. And it's like, of course I love Bob Seger, but I don't want to hear you sing it. You know what I mean? Oh, it was so bad. Yeah. So I mean, he played until shit. He probably played until quarter till twelve. Yeah. No. Yeah. Know? He played I mean, forever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. was. That was definitely my concert where that happened. Um, yeah, and, and look, I'm guessing that's atypical for him. Um, that that seems like something must have been going on that night because I, I figure I, like we would have heard about it if he was like you know if he was perpetually low. Go right. Ahead, I'm sorry. Right, and and I think that that's it, shit happens. You know, I think there was one time that that Motley Crue was in town and they wouldn't let him go on because they were arguing over the fact that. Um, Tommy Lee wanted to be able to like take his drum riser like up to the ceiling, and they said, "No, no, you can't do that because we had a wrestler die here. Um, you can't do that." <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, Owen Hart. Yeah, Owen yeah, Hart. yeah, yep. yeah. So Motley Motley Crew was you know there was a uh, there was a big delay on that, and it's like let's just like um, be honest with everybody. Have somebody come out say, "Look, we're getting shit figured out." Yeah, right. um, I understand it's rock and roll, and there are no rules, and we don't need crowd announcements and all that. But no, it's an industry. I'm sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And if, that. Yeah. If there's that much money involved, then the exactly. least you can do is respect my time. That's a that's yeah. a perfect segue into my my changing of things, if I could. And that is yeah. The, let the, it rip, man. We can go back and forth. Yeah, the no the industry today, if I could change one thing, it would be to stop calling everything country music that is labeled country music because 90% of it is not country music. It's pop. And 
Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and so what I would like to return is I would like the return of the adult contemporary category. You know, oh, it used yeah. to be it used yeah. to be filled with Michael Bolton and Rod Stewart's Mike downtown the mechanics. train. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so th- that genre like left and went away, and so now everything gets lumped into country. It seems like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and it's it'll be poppy. It'll be it'll have rap sounds to it. It'll sound yeah. like a Jimmy Buffett like Taylor song. Swift is a country artist. It'll yeah, <laughs> it, and none of that is country. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny how um, uh, you know it's 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 like the tail wagging the dog, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's really frustrating. Yeah. So that's my biggest pet peeve with. Well, the what industry. about uh? Okay. All right. Um, I'll do mine, and then let's let's go back to Jonathan. Then I'll I'll, I'll do one, and then we'll uh, we'll go back. Um, I've mentioned this. I've hinted at it on the show before. Um. You know, I would I think that we're kind of in the waning days of the outdoor amphitheater. You know, like your your Riverport. Mm-hmm. I'll oh, always yeah. call it Riverport. I don't know what the hell yeah, it's called yeah. now. I'm, yeah, um, it'll always be Riverport. What whatever whatever the thing out in Tinley Park is called as well, right? Um, those types of places. You know, I think if 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 they could if the industry could do it all over again, those places are too big and they're too far from the city. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I think I've, we've talked about this a little bit here, but I, it was the first one that I that I thought of when I was brainstorming this topic. Um, I think those those venues should be smaller. I think like as opposed to like when the lawns filled up like thirty thousand, I think they should all be about like they shouldn't hold more than nine or ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, that way, it's never going to look really crappy if you know, mm-hmm. like if somebody only sells nine thousand mm-hmm. tickets, right? It's going to look full. Um, and there are very few artists, I would say, right now. Who could, could who can fill, fill yeah. those places? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. You know? The industry's totally changed. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, there's so many. Like, I mean, the, those lawns can fit a ton of people on them. Um, oh yeah. You know, very few people can can fill those. Yeah. Um, soon there so, will uh, be like abandoned. Yeah. There will be abandoned amphitheaters. Yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there isn't. Absolutely. There are some great photos online. Is it the one outside of Cincinnati? Uh, yeah, right. Riverbend, yeah. I think. Is, yeah. it it's is. abandoned. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's some great photos, yeah, like post-apocalyptic yeah, photos, photos. Levi. They're they're really they're really creepy, but they're kind of beautiful at the same time too. Well, yeah, they um, were definitely a fad of the '90s, like that big. Everything mm-hmm. had to be big. And but if you think about, um, I mean, there All are the exceptions. Suburbs, too. You know, they're, yeah. they're 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 often in the suburbs. Yeah, oh yeah, but the exceptions being like Alpine Valley and the Gorge. These yeah. are destinations Those, where people will will flock yeah. to. Yeah, Red Rocks. Yeah. Uh, right, Red Rock. Right, absolutely. Those are exceptions. Yeah. I mean, those absolutely. places, in my opinion, like I don't put them in that category. Yeah, those because are like shrines. They're, they're yeah. scenic. You right. know? Oh, they're, totally. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're totally scenic. The place, like you know, off the interstate, next to the <laughs> yeah. Chili's and the office you park. Can, isn't, yeah, you, you know? can hear right. the hum Which of is the cars. Basically, what Riverport yeah. is. Like the Which lawn. Is what park is. Lawn is basically built on you a Chili's. You got sandstone out. You got sandstone outside of Kansas City, which yeah, feels like say. it's like four states over. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, haven't, I haven't been there in ten years. Yeah, yeah. it's you know they're you know you do, you got to drive there. You know, it's a pain in the ass to get out. Yeah. Why not just put it closer to the city? That way, even if people don't live there, they can kind of make a night of it. You know, you can go park somewhere else and mm-hmm. walk down there. You mm-hmm. know, I'm I'm all about that. So smaller yeah. and closer to the actual downtown or the city. Yeah. Um, Peoria has done that really well. Yeah. They, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah the I've, thing I've you I saw, Government pictures. Mule. Yeah, it was. It's excellent. It's like a little tiny outdoor amphitheater right on the river. Right. And you have the you have the bridge going over the river as like yeah. your backdrop. It's, it sounds like Des Moines. There's there's one in Des Moines that's very similar. Oh wow! Yeah, they, yeah. they did a really good job at it. They've uh, they've done a really good job on the whole riverfront in Peoria. Good. The atmosphere's cool. It's downtown, you know. Like yeah. you can get beers and meals beforehand. beforehand you can go. Yeah. You can go out after the show. You know what I mean? Uh, like yeah. you can't do that at Tinley Park or, or at Riverport. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's nothing around, and it's yeah. it's it takes forever uh, to get out of the parking lot. Yeah. All right. So so that's mine. Sort of. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Little smaller yeah. and closer to the city. Yeah. Yeah. I totally in, agree. In the city. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. So that's that's one of mine, um, Jonathan. You got another one, man. Yeah, I've got. Uh, you know, I, I went to a few Pearl Jam shows over the um, uh, last week, um, and Pearl Jam has a pretty loyal following. And uh, I get to. I usually sit on the sides in the fan club area, and 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 uh, there's a general admission pit down front. Uh, there's always people with signs. Uh, and people just like absolutely begging for things. They're like the signs say, "Give me things." Like you know, like give like me the man wine. Owes something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Other than a good yeah. yeah. And like these people are just so. There are some. I'm, it's not not these people. It's like a couple people per show, um, right. because obviously a lot of Pearl Jam fans are pretty awesome and respectful um, uh, group. Um, but there's always a couple people who are just like they're out to get something. And, um, and they're like almost to the point where they're not even paying attention. And granted, I'm not paying attention because then I'm paying attention to them and you know how things distract you at concerts. Oh yeah. And, and sometimes you just look for something to distract you because that's, you know, how we operate sometimes. And, and, and these people, uh, you feel like they're missing out, uh, because they're so obsessed with you know getting a guitar pick or having them play a song that they haven't played in twelve years, oh, yeah. and it's like wow, you're just like setting yourself up for disappointment, and your only thing just you're going to think about is you know, what, what didn't I tell happen. Those people, just be, just uh, enjoy the show, right? You know, be glad you're there, right? Yeah. I have been, I have been uh, front row with someone who I will not name, and it's not no. I think Gabe, Gabe knows them, but um, don't say it's it, me. It might be me. No, it, it is be. not. No, it is <laughs> not. Right. You. Because it someone, could be like a 19-year-old Gay Bestel. No, it, it's anyway. someone else I know. We were, we were in our mid-20s. <laughs> we were in our mid-20s, and we were here in Springfield, and a guy came to town named Papa Chubby, who is a blues guitar player. I don't know if you guys oh, yeah. have ever heard of him. Yeah. yeah. Well, my friend really, really liked this one song of his called Arlita. It's kind of like a little Spanish-type guitar song. He screamed it the whole time, like, Every time there would be a break, he would uh, scream it. And then finally, Papa Chubby looked at him and said, Motherfucker, I'm not going to play that song. Oh, and then he just kept on going. Oh, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. It totally breaks the, the third a, wall. Oh, that's, no. That's <laughs> you talked about country music a minute ago and kind of the misnomer that it is now. What, what what's What's your other one, man? Um, it's hard because there's a lot wrong with the music industry right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I think part of it is they're going to either, I, I think there's going to have to be some kind of new format 
I think there's going to have to be some kind of way people can either take music differently than digitally for it to somehow possibly get bigger again. Because, yeah. I mean, with just downloads mm-hmm. and LPs, I don't think it's ever going to be able to get as as much money as it needs to sustain itself to then have you know, TV channels right that there. just play yeah. videos that do all this. Cause there's no money there anymore. I mean, people sell 5,000 CDs in the first day and they're like, that was a great day for the first day, you know, yeah, it's a success, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you know, they sell 50,000 in the first week. They're like, Oh my God, that's a huge record. <laughs> Our album was downloaded yeah. illegally it's, on pirate right, Bay you're... 6 million times. We made zero cents. Exactly, right? Yeah. Levi's got a good point, though, man. I mean, like, the. I don't want to see the album go away, but. um, And I I certainly don't want to see us, like, just revert back to singles, but, um, yeah, something's. I I, know. I I, I think that the singles thing. the, The singles thing is something I've been thinking about for a while, where obviously it used to be you would just, you know, kind of release a 45 every now and again. Um, or like every two months and, um, eventually maybe two EPs a year. I don't know. Right. Right. Uh, And I would be okay with bands trying that. I always thought that would be kind of interesting, uh, as opposed to, you know, Pearl Jam's mm -hmm. putting out uh, a full length album now every three to four years, maybe, Mm. um, some bands, uh, some, uh, uh, younger bands are a little bit more. Uh, punctual with it and they can do it on the cheap you know so right yeah Yeah. right whereas pearl jams you know their album's gonna cost a little more to make right yeah 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 because they can spend more money to make it so (laughs) maybe maybe i just need like an easy labeling system to where like certain albums will have a sticker to where i know oh these people were only in it for the money i'm not gonna buy that record i want to i want to look for the artists that are like actually trying to make music good or you know i don't know yeah 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 i i think a lot of times you can judge a book by the cover and and, and an album by the cover and, and figure that out uh, yeah there was sometimes on on levi's note um about kind of changing the format um i don't it didn't succeed or i think they would have made more of them um the cult um tried uh what ian Apsel a few years ago where basically it was like for like 15 bucks you got like three new songs like an interview and like a couple videos you know what i mean and mm-hmm. you just downloaded it's kind of like a digital press they, they kit or something yeah right kind of yeah sort of along those lines he called it a capsule because you know an interview it's, it's just it's not it's not really financially viable for us to make albums at the rate that we used to you know etc yeah. um uh, but, you know, obviously, I don't think it really went anywhere. I think they only released one of them. But um, I, I liked the idea. You know, I thought the idea was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. For people that are say, well, shit, I can get that on YouTube, you know. Yeah. Right. Right. I'll do one more and then we'll, we'll, we'll kick it over to Jonathan. Um, I think that if your show is going to be, if your live concert, if you're the band, your live concert is going to be two hours long. I say take the Grateful Dead approach of two sets. Mm-hmm. I want to see that more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at some of these veteran artists that play longer shows. I'm thinking of like Paul McCartney. Um, I, I, I saw Paul McCartney last year, and it was a great show. Um, but it was like a three-hour show. Mm-hmm. I would much rather see, 
and one would think with at his age he would appreciate this too of breaking that up into two 70 sets you know in mm-hmm. an encore mm-hmm. um I, I like the break you know i think that's like that format is kind of where jam bands got it right you know in mm-hmm. my opinion yeah, um, oh yeah. I, I totally dig when i go to a fish concert and there's there's a half an hour between the sets it's nice there's- you know you can you can stretch out. You can go grab a beer. You know, I, I like it. Um, well, yeah, you and can sort of think. Of, you can you can reflect on the first set a little bit. Think about what the next one's mm-hmm. going to be. You, you got yeah, it right. I, I would the like genius, to see more bands adopt that approach. Go the ahead. genius of it is, you get to have two opening numbers and two closing mm-hmm. numbers every yeah, show, exactly. and so you can create like rise and fall, and you can. There's all kinds of things you can do with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to see Pearl Jam adopt it. Gets you know well, as opposed you know, to. Uh, as opposed to just one marathon set, which I enjoy still anyway. Yeah. But I, w- I would rather just see them do like sort of a Grateful Dead style set. You I'm know, sure set they've level. considered it. Um, uh, but I think so. The format now is they'll play, uh, you know, they'll play close. To, they'll play like a, an hour 45. They'll go off. Everybody knows they're coming back. So nobody's like, oh, encore, encore. Everybody's just chilling out. Right. You know, that's when I sit because it's like, okay, I'm going to, I need to, I need to sit a spell. And then they come out and they're going to play eight more songs um, at least. And then, mm-hmm. and, th- and that's the first encore. Um, and then this, then they're going to leave and come back and play probably four more songs after that. Um and and it is you know usually for that first encore they're going to come out and they're going to play three or four slow songs sit down possibly for some of them um uh so they're uh you know that you might get some acoustic rarities in there uh and uh and as a result you know then they ramp it up from there and you know then the uh the, the the second encore is pretty intense with maybe a slow one to close whether it be lead better or indifference and and yeah, I'm sure that they considered that, but I think with their catalog, though, I shouldn't say with their catalog, but I think with the energy that they want to show, um, that that mm-hmm. format works well for them, where they're playing, uh, they're essentially playing, you know, maybe like 20 songs and then taking a break, and then they're going to play eight songs and then take another break and they're come out and play four songs. And everybody knows it's going to happen. It's never like, oh, this is the last time that you're going to see us. It's like, oh, just chill out for a second. We're going to go regroup and come back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In some ways, I mean, I think, you know, there are some bands who are like, oh, we don't do encores. That's so stupid to make your. Uh, to to make your fans like beg for you to come back, and and I I understand that to an extent, but the encore is also just a chance to, like you said, reset the energy, Levi, and and and, and yeah. you can you can kind of have that second opener in a, in yep. a way, um, and and I think that they definitely feed off of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. The uh, the t- only time I ever saw Bruce Springsteen, he played like three hours and 10 minutes, three hours, 15 minutes, which I'm like, oh, that's awesome. These people next to us were really disappointed. They were like, oh, we thought he's going to play like four hours, four and a half hours. He's <laughs> he, he's had a reputation, but he's never played four hours. Yeah, exactly. He has ne- like like somebody like- did somebody researched it, and he's never played a four hour show, even though he's like always had this legend. Of yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's an urban myth. Huh? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Urban legend. Well, yeah, it's what what have we learned today, Bruce Springsteen? It's an urban myth, and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Dave Mustaine is 
very punctual. That's what yes. I've learned. Yes, do. exactly. Dave Mustaine right. has like right. has dinner reservations. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. He's like, I'm going to lose my table if I don't start. All right. Peace yeah. sells, but who's buying? I'm buying dinner. Can you do you have uh, uh, one more then for for the the rules then, or for the new concert rules? Yeah, real quick. I have so. Gabe, we've, we've together have had to watch concerts through somebody else's camera before. Like, somebody just holds up their camera the whole time, and yes. you have to, like, watch the concert through their viewfinder. It's only getting worse, too. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like in some ways it's getting better. Here's a quick tip. First of all, you aren't going to know which song is that a different song is being played based on the different photos. You won't remember. You won't remember what song is being played. Secondly, if you want good lighting... Um, if you want to know how the picture is going to turn out, just go ahead and blur your eyes and 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 look at and and and, and look like at the stage, and that's what the photo is going to look like. No matter how sharp you think it's going to look, it's never. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Third thing. Right. Wait for bright lighting, and and one thing you can do is this: the lighting is going to be same for the verse, for every verse of a song and every chorus of a song. If you think there's good lighting during the verse, wait for the second verse and get your photo. If you think it's good during the chorus, then wait for the second chorus yeah. and get your photo and put your phone back in your damn pocket. <laughs> oh, yeah. I agree, yeah. man. Oh, we're, yeah. we're living in an era where capturing the moment, we're living in an era where capturing the moment is more important than the moment, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, one of my favorite right. comedians. Their their bit is like, "Oh hey, I got to take a photo of that." Click. Yeah, I'm never gonna look at that again. <laughs> Back in the pocket. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or Jonathan and I saw Pearl Jam five years ago at the United Center, and this dude next to us took photos the whole night. Every every and song. And it's like, yeah, it's like, dude how many of those photos are going to look completely identical? Right. right? You, you get you home and you can't differentiate. Ahead of you here, bro. Right. Yeah. right. I understand, like, in the moment, it's really emotional and you want to capture the moment, but you have to remember. Sure. Think back to how it's worked out in the past yeah. and remember that it you end up deleting 90% of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I take I take photos of you know I, I take I take a handful Absolutely. of them. You know, Absolutely, I probably take four. Yeah, I probably take yep. I probably take five or six photos every show. Yep, you know, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, I I don't know. I I feel like I know when to say when. Um, right. Last point, guys, before we close it out for concerts, to the guy that's holding four beers and walking through the crowd, go home. All right, <laughs> that's my last point. You're spilling your beers. All right, you, you should have met your friends somewhere else. Just go the fuck home, man. All right, you know, just elbow in your way yeah. through or, through or, the or, general admission yeah. that had been there for like three exactly. hours. Or those people, you know, yeah, yeah, God. yeah. That guy sucks, and also the other guy that sucks, other person that sucks is the person that doesn't have a destination other than closer to the stage, you know, right. like, oh, yeah. like yeah. they're not People, like, they're just winding. They're like, excuse, if me, you were excuse like, me. Yeah. yeah. Right. I can understand if they're like, Hey, you know, I was here earlier, but I had right. to take a piss really bad. I got to find my friends. Hey, whatever, you know, no problem. You know, it's like, no, nah, this person's just like, you know, they'll stop in front of you, look around for a minute, see if this is a good vantage point. No, going to keep going. You know? Right. Right. That's well, I got to get closer to the stage so I can text my buddy about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, on that note, I'm going to send us home. So uh, it's been fun as always, and uh, and uh, 
keep having a good time and uh, keep rocking. And I hope the Royals, Royals. Uh, hope the Royals pull this one out, man. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, go Royals. All right, guys, have a good night. I'm gonna let you go. Take care, friends. See you later. Bye.